Hi, everybody. This is Alan Fine, and I'm here with Emma Gordon, who's a marketing manager at Marketing Manchester. We've talked about Manchester here many times, but now we're going to find out what's coming up. And this is Insider Travel Report. Emma, thanks for talking to us. You're welcome. So uh, let's talk about the fact that Manchester has uh, come back from the pause with, with a vengeance, mm-hmm. and it has a lot to offer. Uh, it, it's something that uh, our, our travel advisors wanted to learn more about because after London, what do you do? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, we're seeing a real, you know, a, a real good recovery um, following COVID. Um, it's really exciting to be back doing international, being able to talk to people, um, talk to uh, operators and agents about about Manchester and why their clients should look at coming to Manchester. Um, I think particularly, you know, Manchester, like you say, there's a lot more than just London. Um, Manchester's a great gateway. So to be able to look at Manchester as a as a gateway to the whole of the north of England, across to North Wales, um, it opens up a whole new region uh, for clients you're, to discover. You yourself are a Manchester. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, so if you see the, feel the enthusiasm, it's because she lives and breathes and works there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Originally, I'm not from Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to think I'm a, a Mancunian by choice rather than by Mancunian. Birth. Okay. Mancunian. So that's what someone from Manchester is called. Um, so yeah, by choice rather than by birth. Um, so uh, says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I have a, a, a real passion for the city. It's mm-hmm. it's fantastic. It's constantly changing. So uh, I've been with Marketing Manchester for a long time, but I think. I think the fact that the city constantly changes, there's constantly new things to talk about, new things to see. So you never get bored. Exactly, yeah, never get bored by it. So let's talk about what's new. Okay, yep, absolutely. Um, we've got lots of new bookable product. I think in the past we've we've got some amazing free things that uh, that clients can do while they're there, which is fantastic. But we know also, obviously, with the trade, we know people are looking for bookable things to do as well. And I think that's something over the last few years we've really worked on developing. So we've got lots of new bookable tours and experiences that people can do. Give us some. Give us some. Yep. So we have uh, Scranchester tours. So Scran is a northern English word for food. So hence the the play on words of Scranchester, Manchester. So um, they offer two um, tours now. Um, They are um, the Eat the City tour and they have an Explore Ancoats tour. So Ancoats is one of the neighborhoods of Manchester, so it was the world's first industrial suburb. Um, it's been completely brought to life again. Um, lots of amazing food and drink, um, our Michelin-starred restaurant Manor, um, but lots of smaller little uh, finds there, there as well. But you can do these two tours. Um, they're both three and a half hour tours and they um, give people a chance to get sort of the food and drink heritage of the city. Lots of history about the city as you go around. Um, so they're walking tours. You get to go around and you um, do little tastings at various spots along the way. Absolutely enough, great option as a lunch. Um, absolutely enough food, so guests are told to come hungry. Um, really great way to discover the city. I think also to get your bearings of the city mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, really good. Scranchester. Really Scranchester, yeah. Um, another great thing that we have um, in the city, obviously we're a city, so it's an urban experience in the city. Um, we know people are looking as well for outdoors things to do, um, sort of post-COVID. Sure. Um, we have the new RHS Garden Bridgewater. So this opened just May last year. Um, it's the first new garden for the RHS in 20 years. So it's fantastic that we have it on The Manchester RHS Store. is the Royal... Royal Horticultural Society, right. yeah. So um, first new garden for them. Really exciting that it's on our doorstep. So... Um, huge space it's 156 acres so um it's a you know it's it's a great it's, it's europe's largest garden project um 
but it's, it's really exciting, really exciting for us. It's, it's 20, 25 minutes out the city centre. It's easy for um, individual clients to get out there. They have um, a shuttle service that goes out in the morning, back in the afternoon. So again, combo tickets can be bought for that. So really easy still to get to. And you can do guided tours there as well. So yeah, really interesting to have mm -hmm. that then on our doorstep. Mm -hmm. Um, and then again, some of our um, other tours that we have. So um, I love this one, Manchester Taxi Tours. So um, we have a gentleman called John Constantine, who is our um, taxi tour guide. Uh, he has an electric black cab, so it's a big black cab. Um, he runs bespoke tours for clients, so um, they can be two, three or four hours, depending what they're looking for. They can be general Manchester. If you've got clients that are interested in the football heritage, um, he can do he can do them about football. If they're looking at the music heritage, so we've got an amazing music heritage in Manchester from all the way back to the Hollies and uh, Herman's Hermits, right. or whether it's um, Morrissey and the Smiths and New Order or Oasis, huge amounts of um, heritage there. And then he also has a new tour that he does, which is um, his afternoon tea taxi tour. So. Um, Clients will do a two hour tour and then the final hour is where they have an afternoon tea. So um, it's full china crockery, um, tablecloths, so they can either have that in the cab, in the back of the cab or he can set it up. If it's a beautiful day, you can go by a canal and he'll set it up with a blank. So John's a bit of a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. He's a real character. Mm. I think what he doesn't know about Manchester probably isn't worth knowing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so yeah, he's um, he's great. He's a he's a great asset to the city because yeah, he's... he's uh, and again, all of these are commissional, what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. More, more, more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we then have, again, sort of along the food and drink, th there's, there's a definite theme, I think, of some of our tours, that the food and drink, I think people love to experience that in a city. Um, we have our craft beer tour. So um, again, this has been developed over the last couple of years. So um, as with a, with a lot of cities, um, we find sort of microbreweries popping up all over the place. So um, in Manchester, around the Northern Quarter and um, Ancoats, two neighbourhoods next to each other, they um, we've got a wealth of um, new microbreweries. Some of them really, really good beers, some sort of voted in the top five beers in the world. So some really good beers. Mm -hmm. um, the Craft Beer Tour is a three hour tour that then takes you around. You get to sample um, some of the beers at the breweries, some in some of the craft beer bars throughout the city. Um, but again, it's also getting the history of the city as you go around as well. So some really, you know, really good way to see um, to see the city in that way and then we have um, some new tours that started last uh, November so um, you'll notice I suppose with, with a lot of these that there's a lot of walking tours Manchester's a real um, it's not dead large is it no it's with the it's second walkable yeah we're the second largest city in England um, but actually it's a really compact city centre so um, it's a nice walking city mm. it's pretty flat so again for yeah. clients who, who don't necessarily you know want to do hills and things it, it's a really nice um, walking city so a great way to get your bearings and see so hence as a theme we have a lot of walking tours to choose from but um, we have um, some of our blue badge guides three of our blue badge guides got together to uh, develop a series of tours called the the walkabout tours so um, these are themed they they run weekly on a saturday they can be booked privately for clients um, and these are we have a manchester music walkabout um, a pub walkabout and a ghost walkabout um, so yeah re really good fun the pub walkabout isn't just about having drinks and um, it's much more about you know it's about the traditions of our British pub and um, why we say cheers why we've got some unique and wonderful names for our pubs um, and it has a short quiz in the end so so a great fun great fun thing to right. do while we're in the city as well so can you combine those tours and have a drinking ghost music pub <laughs> all at the same <laughs> time <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding let's yeah. move on <laughs> um, and then um, Probably one of my favourite tours is the um, Skyliner Street Art Tour. So um, 
this is possibly not not your traditional um, tourism lens. It, it looks at the city through um, how sort of street art can change a city and how a city in that way can change the street art that's there as well. So um, again, the neighbourhood, the Northern Quarter, uh, it's got a huge amount of street art and this isn't just graffiti um it's looking at you know we've got ceramics on the top of buildings we've got um hidden art that's in in sort of built into the sides of walls and things that things i think tourists would miss if they weren't doing this tour so, um, so some of its architecture you're saying yeah absolutely yeah yeah so um and i love that so this these are run by a lady called Haley flynn um and she gives back 10 percent of her profits then to local causes and community um initiatives so again great way to then give back um, while clients are there as well. So yeah, really great tour to do. That's great. Uh, so that's that's basically some of the, the new new things. Yeah, some of the newer things, and again, <coughs> bookable. So yeah, great right. way to uh, include in itineraries. Let's also talk about uh, the the ability to get to Manchester. Uh huh. Um, yeah, we have nonstop um, from across the U.S. and Canada. Um, we have uh, routes with Virgin Atlantic. So we've got routes from. Um, JFK from Orlando and Atlanta. Um, we have Aer Lingus uh, started new um, transatlantic flights last December. So they also do New York and Orlando. And then we have uh, Singapore Airlines. They do nonstop from Houston. Mm. So um, we're also working really closely with Manchester Airport to obviously look at trying to get new airlines um, to come in. So we're, we're continuing to work on that. We know obviously it's a great um, a great asset to have nonstop. But I think it just means it's it's easy to come into the city. It's a great airport to fly into. It's really easy to navigate through. Clients can be you know through from landing into Manchester into their hotel within an hour, an hour and a half. So it's a nice arrival experience as well into the city. Hotels, anything new? Absolutely, <laughs> a huge amount of new hotels. Um, we've had new hotels open over the last year, so um, things haven't slowed um, with that. So um, some new sort of, some bigger brands like the Clayton and the Maldron hotels. We've got a lot of new hotels scheduled to open over the next 18 months. Um, some really exciting um, brands. Um, we have, uh, Molly's, uh, Molly's uh, Motel and Diner, which is part of the Soho House brand. Um, we've got some bigger properties coming along as well. So, yeah, I, I think we buy. I think by 2024, it's um, upwards. We're getting close to sort of almost 4,000 new bedrooms in the city from sort of before, just before COVID. So, huge amount of new bed stock. Um, I think with that, some great leisure rates. I think also something to note as well with Manchester is that um, our low season is probably the summer months because we don't actually have um, we don't have any football business then. So obviously we have, you know, we're a, we're a city that's synonymous with sport. We have Manchester United, Manchester City, um, and both of those play at home each weekend. So when the football season has finished, which is um, end of May through till uh, middle of August, we have none of that business. We're also a conference city. No, but so. then, then music takes over or food takes over. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's lots of things still happening. But in terms of the hotels, you can get some great leisure rates. There we go. Um, because there isn't that football business ah, there. All right. Yeah. So tell us about the factory. <laughs> sure. So um, the factory, it, it's really exciting. So this is our new £186 million um, world-class arts and culture venue. Um, it's opening next spring. So uh, we're really excited to see that open. It will be uh, the permanent home of Manchester International Festival. So this is our um, biannual festival. So it will be next July uh, for three weeks. And this is, um, it's the world's first international festival of original new works. So everything for the festival is commissioned new for the festival, premieres in Manchester and then travels around the world. So 
it's a complete spectrum of performance arts, whether it's music or art installations, dance, theatre. Um, so it's fantastic that the factory will then become the permanent home of that. Um, plus, it will then obviously have touring productions of national and international um, artists that will uh, will visit there. So it's expected that we will um, will sort of receive visitors to the factory of short of just short of a million um, every year. So yeah, really exciting. Opening when? Um, it's opening. We don't have a definite date yet. It's uh, spring next year. Yeah. So yeah, really exciting for us. It's great. To, it's great to have seen it being developed, and it, it's almost there now. Okay. So yeah. Anything else new? Um, we have then um, our town hall. So this is this is still a short while off, but um, our town hall is our iconic town hall in Manchester. Um, beautiful architecture. Um, it's been uh, having works done on it for um, a good while now. So it's scheduled to reopen in 2024. So yes, it's a, a still a little while off, but um, it will be fanta fantastic to have it back. It's a beautiful example of sort of neo-Gothic architecture in the city. And you can go in, inside is, is stunning. You'll you'll see all around the city um, and you'd see it inside the town hall is the, um, the Manchester Bee. So this is the symbol of Manchester. Um, so we, um, the Manchester Bee is, is comes from basically of Manchester being the the birthplace of the industrial revolution so it was um the the workers in the city sort of the were the, the worker bees um hence where the um the symbol became the, the Manchester bee so visitors to the city will see it all over all over so the city the worker bee not the honey bee the worker bee so so the, the, okay yeah, so it was a hive of activity in Manchester it. so it was uh, yeah it became the worker bees okay um what Travel advisors are, are probably overwhelmed at this point. There's, there's so much and, and there's more. Yep. Uh, how can they get more information? Where should they go? Uh, they can go to our website. So it's um, visitmanchester.com forward slash uh, travel trade. We also have um, an online educational program, so which is our um, Manchester Master. So this is uh, manchester-master.com. Uh, Manchester um, it's a great program for agents to work through. They technically then become our Manchester Masters around the US and Canada. Um, and it's a, it's a module-based program, so they can work through it at their own pace. It's got information about Manchester, things to see and do. But then, as I mentioned before, it's also then got information about the north of England and North Wales. So agents can then see how easy it is that you could do an itinerary, sort of a, you know, a five, six, seven night itinerary around the whole of the region and make it you know, really easy to package up. Okay, so, um, and then once they complete the uh, education, I'm sure they're in, uh, able to do certain special things? Yeah, I mean, we, we like to then, obviously, we like to keep them updated um, with news and things. But yeah, they will be our Manchester master. Um, we'll keep them updated with news, um, with events that are happening in the city. Um, and yeah, absolutely, they're, they're our advocates then across the, across the US. Speaking of events, what's coming up? Um, we've, we've a huge amount. We, we always have lots of events in Manchester, so we have some key sort of pillar events. We've just had our Manchester Pride, um, which is a, a big event in the city. It's always the last weekend of August, so a big bank holiday um, weekend there. We have our Science Festival coming up. Um, we have our Literature Festival. So Manchester is actually a UNESCO um, World Heritage Literature for Literature. Um, so we have our Literature Festival. So yeah, we then go into, um, into 2023 and we have a big... Um, Chinese New Year celebrations across the city so yeah it's and Christmas it's, it's, oh, well, Christmas absolutely yeah I've, I've missed Christmas out um Christmas markets um are huge in Manchester so um almost every street you turn there's another Christmas market so it's it's a really great time to be in the city there's all the the twinkling lights of the chalets around the city all the stalls mm -hmm. lots of food and drink to experience um yeah magical time to be in the city 
So this is a catch-all. We're going to summarize now with, uh, we've got about 108,000 travel advisors. What do you want them to know about Manchester? I think just that, that Manchester is a great gateway into the UK. I think for clients that have been to the UK before are looking for something different. Um, we know that you know your, your first timers to the UK are not necessarily going to come to Manchester. They're going to go to London. We know that. But actually, I think when you look at, you know, Clients who've been one, two, three times before, Manchester's a great place to come. I think I think people um, either have the wrong perception of Manchester, of still being an industrial city. It's its heritage, um, and we embrace its heritage, but it's not what it is today. It's a great, vibrant city. It's got a huge amount of history and heritage there, but it's got lots to see and do, lots of amazing food and drink, lots of things to do, and as I say, a great gateway then to the whole of the north of England and Wales. Would you also say that it's like the second largest city? Yeah. So at, at, at a certain point, it's like, let's go to Manchester, and, and you know, let's visit London maybe for a day yeah. and, and flip I mean, it. Yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. I think it's great to come into Manchester experience Manchester in the region and then absolutely travel down to London it takes just over two hours so it's two hours five minutes down to London three hours at uh, three trains an hour really easy to get down there so absolutely yeah tag on a day or two in London and then open jaw out of London yeah yeah absolutely It'll make you the base that's what I'm saying oh yeah, oh, yeah definitely <laughs> well, thank you for talking to me thank you yeah it's been great and this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report <laughs>